Welcome again to another episode of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken, alongside my good friend, Mr. Justin Gruner. What up? What's going on, man? Dude, just chilling. Chilling like a villain. Uh, Straight up. Bringing that one back, huh? Bringing it back. Oh, it, it's been back. Has it been? In, in my vocab, yes. I'm old. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're way too old. Well, I went, <laughs> I went out last night uh, for the first time in a while, and I realized that 25 is officially the age where you start feeling it. Uh, the day after, if you know what I mean. I, I had me and Mr. Tito's vodka uh, had a little fun last night, and I am definitely feeling the after effects of it today. So, uh, yeah, 25 is not doing me too well. Wait till you're 30, and then you want, you look at nine o'clock and go, man, I'm struggling. It's kind of looking like a good bedtime right about now. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've gotten to that point where it's like 10 o'clock, and I usually go to bed around midnight, you know, but. 10 o'clock, I was like, man, that bed, I, that, that's looking pretty good right now. I still have a hard time finishing Ranger games at 1030, man. Yeah, that, um, yeah, that that's definitely tough. My wife but, yells uh, at me to stop snoring on the couch and go to bed. <laughs> so we got a lot of great stuff happening in, yeah. uh, this week. Last week was uh, you know the NBA draft. Uh, Andrew Wiggins went number one overall of to uh, Cleveland Cavs. So Was that a big shocker to anybody? I was thinking that they would trade the pick or pick up Jabari Parker, but uh, of course I was wrong. But, you know, I think he, he's a definitely a great pickup for the Cavaliers. Well, the Cavs are strengthening their team, and they're making moves and exactly. trying to attract certain LeBrons to come back to their, exactly. their great city. Yeah, and, and I had a interesting conversation with the Dallas Mavericks beat writer, Dwayne Price, of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I remember on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> I remember you telling me about this. Uh, yeah, we were going back and forth, and he just kind of was like, you know, talking about Kyrie, and we'll talk about Kyrie and his extension a little later. But uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty funny how he, you know, said, "Oh, I thought he hated the city, but you know, here he is, five years, ninety million, or four years, ninety million, whatever." I think it's five. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, money talks, man. <laughs> I'll take ninety million to stay in a city and have it as my team." and Hopefully, have LeBron James come, you know. So, which if LeBron, if he does go back, though, he won't. It won't be Kyrie's team. Well, yeah, but at the same time, if he doesn't, if LeBron doesn't go, then it will be his team. Yeah, you know. So it's well. Also, how long will LeBron stay in Ke- Cleveland if he does go back? Yeah, you, personally, you I think that he's gonna. I think they're gonna hold out, and he's gonna stay in Miami just because yeah. he's very comfortable there. He's exactly. I mean, he's been to the finals every year he's been there. Yeah, yeah. I think he just wants more money. I think he's just getting greedy and he's yeah. being a douche again. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, But, yeah, we'll talk about uh, Kyrie a little bit later. We got a lot to talk about. Goodwin Champions is out this week, so we're going to talk about the cool inserts, relics that they have in there. I was looking at Upper Deck's website. They had some really good pictures about some of the inserts, uh, relics, and all that good stuff. Uh, so we'll talk about that. World Cup, uh, U.S., Unfortunately, they lost. Honestly, I picked Belgium to win, but I was going for the U.S. because, you know, I'm an American. You well, know. plus your bracket's already been busted. Well, not really. I, I still have <laughs> my destroyed. finals. My, my finals are still in there. Um, who was, it was Brazil and who? Brazil you? and Argentina. Really? Yes. Wow. So we'll, we'll, see, uh, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I'm interested to see how it pans out. I'm but, still uh, I'm still taking Germany in the final. Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. It got a couple weeks, so yeah. we're also going to talk about tops uh, with the NFL PA rookie premiere product. They're coming out with a really interesting product that I think is cool uh, with the rookie premiere. Uh, Yasiel Puig is in the news again, and we'll talk a little Panini with Panini National Treasures hockey and some really interesting interesting inserts that they're going to put inside uh, that product. But first. 
our topic that we always lead off with, new products and pricing. Wow. That's, I've, I'm kind of getting back into the swing of this. There you go. All right. Uh, new releases. You just said Goodwin. That came yep. out on the 1st. Uh, still have not bought my box of that yet, but it's always a fun break. You get those animal patches. You get really cool relics. Um, they uh, we'll touch on. We'll talk more in detail later about some of the relics, like the World War One Museum Collection relics. You've got the uh, the elements booklets again. So you got a lot of neat, cool stuff. Uh, Golden Age Baseball came out on Wednesday. As of yet, I don't have that checklist. Uh, kind of still waiting for Panini to post. They haven't even posted their own checklist yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of sitting, you know, around twiddling my thumbs, waiting. Yeah. It's pretty much the same as Goodwin, only Panini's version. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have the cool, weird uh, patch cards or anything like that, but they have a lot of really cool old-timey stuff. You can get some uh, dead-era some... baseball player relic cards in there that yeah. are really neat. And there's some really cool autographs that they included this year as well. Oh, yeah. They, a lot of actors. They they have a lot of really cool stuff. They Theirs is very unique to their brand, um, but it's all on the same line. Yeah. But they're trying to beat out the granddaddy of that genre, Allen and Ginter, coming oh, out on the 9th. I'm excited. Ginter Day is coming. <laughs> and you're not going to be here to celebrate I with won't. Me. I'm actually going to be on vacation all next week. Um, I'm probably going to buy a box when I get home on the 11th or yeah. the 12th, and I'm going to open that with my wife because that's kind of our tradition every year. Very nice. Very um, nice. On the 5th, ITG Draft Prospects is coming out. That's the first product of 2014-15 for hockey. What's interesting about this one is for the first time ever, it is actually under the Leaf banner. Yes. And they've changed the format around. Yeah. Now they're having serial number serial numbers printed on the cards instead of having having an announced print run like ITG always did. Uh, I kind of like that idea. I don't like the announced print runs just because I want the actual card number serial stamp. Yeah, thing. it just makes it more complicated. Yeah. You know. So it's but the problem is they also have some announced print runs still. So we'll, we'll have to figure all that out. <laughs> yeah. Then you got uh, on the ninth again. You have Allen and Ginter. Whoop whoop. Yeah, that just happened. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm ashamed. Panini preferred uh, basketball and prestige football uh, coming out. So a bunch of mid range stuff. I mid think to high pre- end. Panini preferred got pushed back. Oh, a did week. it? I, I'm sorry. I did not see that updated. Yeah, I, I think um, I I checked that. For all you hosers out there who was who are expecting my ultimate collection uh, up from Upper Deck. They pushed that back indefinitely. Yeah. I have not gotten a release date for that. It was supposed to come out, I believe, today or yesterday. And they pushed it and have not given a date. I've looked on their blog. I've looked on Facebook. Uh, Nothing. It's been pushed back again for the third time, I think. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we can get that going, you know, back in here because I really want to open that box of cards. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on to pricing. I am pricing SP Authentic Hockey right now. Uh, should be done today sometime. Have that up there. So it'll be ready for the 4th of July weekend. Uh, half of it should be up there now. SP Game Use Golf. I just priced that. And let me tell you, the Rory McIlroy autograph rookie card, $600. High wow. Book. And they're they're actually going for near high books. So mm-hmm. if you got that Rory McIlroy card, sell it. Yeah. Uh, we got Topps Chrome WWE. Uh just price that. They actually have a lot of high-end cards in that, too. I was surprised mm. to see people actually paying for wrestling cards. Yeah, that's interesting. But they have, like, the Kiss cards where the, yeah, the Divas would kiss divas, it, and then yep. they would sign it. Mm-hmm. And those things are selling for two, 300 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Kiss cards without the autographs still sell for, you know, between $50 and $100. Mm-hmm. 
if you get the lower end divas, they um, they're like 30, 40 bucks still. Um, Bowman football, I believe that was gathered and priced. Uh, not recently. yet. It just, not yet. Yeah, it just came out. Okay, uh, then it's and then it's going to be priced sometime in the next probably, week or yeah, so. Yeah, next week or so. Uh, Series two baseball, I believe that uh, Brian Fleischer has been pricing that stuff, uh-huh. and I don't know if he's been pricing any basketball stuff. If he's pushed any of that back, or I think what he's Panini doing Innovation. Right we did an uh, update scrape um, for that. Okay, or an update to the uh, market report. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for Panini Innovation here in the okay. next couple of weeks. Excellent. Yeah. So and that's it. I got yeah, that, that's a lot of stuff. We're busy I, times here at Becca know, Media. Man. I'm, I'm next week it looks like I'm missing a whole bunch of busy stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just gonna dump yeah. it on you guys. Appreciate it. No, yeah. I'm actually gonna <laughs> we should have that ITG draft prospect checklist done so nobody has to worry about exactly. that. I'm gonna take care of that and uh cool. That should be ready by the weekend. Well, if uh if there was a product that you heard or did not hear that we should know about coming out in the next week, Ginter. uh let us know. Hit us up at Beckett Radio on Twitter or through email, radio at Beckett.com for that. We would love to hear from you guys. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm excited about Alan Ginter. <laughs> I don't know if I said this. Are, are you Alan and Ginter? Yeah. Why, why? Wait, what? Huh? Who, who's, Alan Who? and, who's Alan and who's Ginter? Listen. <laughs> Let's go on don't to our it. next topic of the day. <laughs> this product that I really want to get into, and I would love to buy a box if I had the money, uh, but that's Goodwin Champions. Uh, I would love to buy a box of Goodwin Champions, Golden Age, and Ginter, just just to see what each of them is like, and then decide okay which one's my favorite. But for now, I just love all of them. <laughs> well, I love I love opening Goodwin. Um, yeah. Each of them has their own unique take on the I guess the vintage tobacco era. Yeah. And Goodwin takes it a step further with a lot of their cards and a lot of their ideas, and I really enjoy opening Goodwin. Almost as much as um, Allen and Ginter. Yeah. But you get some really interesting relic and manufactured patch cards, and it's it's a great product. Yeah, I was looking, you know, at at some of those mem cards, and they have uh, they have a blog, uh, Upper Deck does, and I think it's called UpperDeckBlog.com. It is. So check that out for a lot of cool, interesting pictures and stories. But I went on there just to see, you know, hey, what should we talk about this week? And saw this interesting uh, setup or this interesting article re- article regarding uh, Goodwin Champions. Now, I was thinking to myself, you know, it would be interesting to see what type of mem cards uh, have not been uh, made. You know, because there's been so much that it, it's going to be really hard to think about, you know what what we can put in a card yeah i mean if you think about it they've had meteorites already yeah the, it came from space they have elements yeah the elements mythological creatures now they're doing world war one this year uh there's been titanic um i'm i don't know if there's been world war two or not yeah i don't I know don't remember but they did the wild west last year um i mean there's just a ton of things from different eras that you can do yeah, I mean, you have like the Imperial German gas mask lens. Uh, you have a black wound badge, a U.S. cavalry collar disc, French military button, a uh, U.S. artillery collar disc, sorry, <laughs> uh, an officer's cap from British Commonwealth. I mean, yeah, there's so much cool stuff. And on top of that, they have this uh, big set called Art of the Ages. Where they have you know art from different people like Vincent Van Gogh, Pablo Picasso, you know self portraits of Raphael, 
I, you know, portrait of Dante. It, it's some really cool stuff that makes me interested, not just collecting these cards, but also checking out the artists and checking out art, you know, yeah. and, and with with the uh, World War One stuff to go back and check that out, you know. And it's to me, World War One is kind of morbid, though. I mean, it, it kind of it, it it loses it loses its shine, or it gets uh, it 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 goes on the back burner because it you know World War Two happened, you know, thirty yeah. years later. But it was some it was some of the most brutal stuff, and those are just kind of reminders of it yeah so i mean that part is really interesting and neat um so let me let me ask you a question all right lay it on me if if you had the justin gruner uh product oh boy with you know as far as creating a product like goodwin champions panini golden age or allen and ginter Mm -hmm. what would you want to include as far as memorabilia from historical uh events uh famous people that are not in the sports realm, I would say I would want to include, and I've, I know they've included some stuff from this, but uh, astronauts. Mm. I would definitely focus a lot on that. Um, I really would, especially from the Apollo missions. If you can get your hands on yeah. anything from that, one of those would be really, really cool. Yeah. Now, granted, you're going to pay a lot of money just to get a hold of that to chop it up and put it in a card. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I've you know that's kind of putting me on the spot. I, would, yeah, I don't even re- know because there's so much stuff already out I mean, there. I mean, Vietnam, Korea. My grandfather's in the Korean War, so I would do Korean War relics if yeah. we're sticking on the on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or if you can go back to the Middle Ages and the Renaissance, mm-hmm. anything from that time period, maybe little coins or yeah. um, pieces of metal from that era. Now you know, I think Leaf did this to where they put uh, in some of their sets. Like um, JFK assassination relics of of something. They well, they had that with Allen and Gitter last year. It was a uh, piece of the fence from the grassy knoll. But it, I think what Leaf did was they put like a piece of the car seat that he was in. You know, they did like yeah, uh, Hitler oh, cut wow. auto or something. Like they no way. yeah, I don't quote me on it, but I I thought I heard something about that. Do you I'll think? Look that up. I mean, do you think that's pushing the envelope, or do you think that's kind of interesting because it's history? Have, having because having a autograph, yeah, or, some, or a travesty of a pre- that to me would be a little too far. I would never want a Hitler or a Stalin auto. That's just creepy. Yeah. Um, but it, it's historical, you know. It, it if, is. if you look at it as a historical reference, that's huge. It is, and I, um, I mean, I'm German. Yeah. I have, uh, my whole family's German. Yeah. And people don't like Hitler. Yeah. And it was controversial to say this, but screw that guy. Yeah. And honestly, I would not want anything attached to Adolf Hitler. I'd be. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be very interesting to see if that actually happened, and if how it would react, how how the collectors would react. Uh, well, they had one of uh, Castro. They had a cut oh. autograph of Castro once, and a guy pulled it, and he actually marked it up, and was he was saying, you know, Kami, and wow. he wrote all over it, just yeah. blasting Castro. Yeah. And some people actually thought it made the card more valuable, really, because it expressed somebody's feelings towards him. Yeah, me personally, I wouldn't have done that to that card, but yeah. you know, that's just me. Yeah, personal opinion. Yeah, no, I. I think that's really interesting because, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. With I would, if I got a card like that, I would kind of feel a little weird, you know, a little I'd, eerie. I'd just sell it and get rid of it and make the money off yeah. of it. Yeah, be like, you know what? Let somebody else have this morbid piece. Yeah, of history. but you know, it's it's just interesting to think about that. You know that that market hasn't really been tapped because they don't know how 
the customers would react. And I potentially, I think if someone does put it out, it's a make or break for the whole company. Well, let's do let's do a poll then. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do, do a, poll a poll at the bottom of this. We have we have the ability on our forum now to do polls. Yep. And answer the question: Would you guys collect something of? Um, I guess a morbid the, the, the monsters of history. But, let's yeah, call it yeah. that. And it, and it's not just cards like printed faces or whatever. It's, it's actual memorabilia, autographs. You know, all that good stuff. Would you collect it? Yes or no? Yeah, and and we're talking about. Traumatic events from presidential history, uh, just history in general, you know. So let us know. Uh, there's going to be a poll. I'll put it after the show. I'll get it all going. It's simple. Yes or no. Let us know what you think. That would be kind of interesting to see. Um, Let's get some comments going. I want to see some people argue back and forth on this and see how, some real emotion and feelings for this yeah, topic. Because this, this is a, I think it could be a touchy subject, yeah. you know. But uh, all right, let's, let's go to the World Cup. Happier news. Happy, well, yeah, kind of, for some people. <laughs> uh, for the people who are moving on, like Argentina, Belgium, Brazil, you know, those guys, they're happy. But for teams like the U.S., uh, not so much. That was heartbreaker. Yeah. Chile was the worst heartbreaker ever. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, but the U.S. unfortunately lost 2-1 in extra time to uh, Belgium. Uh, Tim Howard produced 16 saves, the most in a single game for a goalkeeper in the past 50 years or they so. They said since it's become a recorded stat, yeah. no one has done more than what he did. Yeah. And it was crazy because I think the Mexican goalkeeper, Ochoa, set the record You know, in, his, in their game uh, in group play. He had like 10 or 11 saves. Some, wow. Something, yes. And that was a big story. But yeah, Tim Howard, he, he was the man of the match. I think he was the man of the tournament for the U.S. He played extremely well. well there's a petition going around online saying to give have the president give him like some special honor for oh, his really? performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean that at the end of it, they, you know, they give away kind of the MVP of the tournament. And right. I hope he would get some consideration because of his play. I hope so. He, he played phenomenal for yeah. USA and hopefully he comes back for at least one more go at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll be 39 in the next world cup. So that that's pushing it. But for goalkeepers, they, they, they stick around in the uh, late thirties. The next, next world cup is in Russia. Uh, yes. 2018. All right. And then 2022 fingers crossed USA might get it by default. Yeah. That, that will be pretty interesting. Cause Qatar is, is an idiot. Shady. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we'll see about that. World Cup overall has been tremendous, oh, I think. Man. It's so it's been exciting. This is some of the best soccer I've ever watched. Yeah. I mean, every game. That Brazil and Chile game was the most exciting yeah. thing I think I've ever watched with two shots bouncing right off the bar. Yep. I mean, just a way to end it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I you know, I, I think it's interesting to see your average soccer fan who doesn't really watch uh, professional soccer other than the World Cup right. really get into it, you know. And right. it would be nice to get those guys involved more in the other stuff, you know, yeah, throughout I mean, the years. Well, for like people like me, I I have, I would say I'm an average fan. I watch some uh, Premier League. I watch some MLS, but most of it is World Cup qualifiers and just World Cup soccer. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm starting to get more and more and more into it. Mm -hmm. I, I really hope that soccer blows up pretty huge in America. We'll yeah. see. Um, well, right, question, question for you. Okay. Out of the, the uh, quarterfinals, who are you most excited to see play? <sighs> I already know my pick. 
Well, let's hear your pick. France and Germany. Yeah, I was. That game is going to be amazing. Yeah, that that's going to be a great one. And I'm going to be driving that during that, that game. Oh man, I won't be able to watch yeah, it. I'm pumped for that. I think Argentina Belgium is going to be a decent game. I think it'll be very good. So uh, my sister in law is from Argentina, so right, nice. I have to go by default yeah. go with Argentina as long as they don't flop on the ground and act like a little bunch of words that I can't say. Yeah. So that that might happen anyway. So you're kind of screwed. A lot. Yeah. But uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I got Brazil uh winning the whole thing, but I'm I'm feeling a little iffy on that pick now yeah, after Germ- watching them. I got Germany. So, They're we'll see about that. What do you think about potential uh international products uh in the future? You know, Panini did so well with Panini Prism World Cup. Tops has the English Premier League set that did really well. You know, Tops does the MLS stuff and you know, MLS is MLS isn't as successful, obviously, but I think they produce some really nice cards. They do, and it's you get a lot of bang for your buck with that. Yeah, with MLS cards because you get like six hits per box. Yeah. Um, for you, I'd like to see some Italian stuff because I yep. know you're an Italian, uh, Italy soccer fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, Germany, I would love to see some German stuff. Um, the sky's the limit with soccer because they have so many different. I mean, all the Latin American. Uh, teams and yeah. all that stuff it's limitless yeah. for what you can do I, I really think they should do uh like what they did with the english premier league and and do it by the biggest countries you know spain how they have a really big market right germany italy you know brazil, I, obviously. yeah brazil and just just go through their club teams and just put out a set you know once a year and what we really need is maybe you put on a maybe a higher end set where you have the best of the best like the top two or three teams yeah their players' cards, a lot of good mem cards, and do almost like a, a triple threads or a national treasures type style yeah. to yeah. that would be really neat. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll check that out. You know, we'll we'll keep talking about it. I'll bring it up to uh, people um, with companies. You know, like your, I I hey, talked to Tops pole. about it a little bit. You know, and and uh, he he was interested, and they're thinking about it. So that's he, good, folks. This is him big timing it right now. What? <laughs> but- He's big timing us. Yeah, I got peeps in the industry. I yeah. can talk to these guys. Yeah, maybe they'll do this for me. Exactly. Yeah, some something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll see. All right. So now let's talk about this really cool product that Tops is coming out with. Tops NFLPA Rookie Premiere. Now, when I say that, some people will think, no, that's obviously the event. Well, yes, that is the event. But Tops is putting out a product. I think it comes out in October or November, something like that. So right in the middle of the season. Exactly, which is good because it's all rookies from – well, it's not all rookies, but it's uh, like 63, 64 uh, players of past that oh, wow. they have in their rookie jerseys. Oh, that's so, cool. you know, you'll have Mike Vick in a Falcons jersey, you know, Peyton Manning in a Colts jersey. And then you'll add, I think, 35, 36 guys from this 2014 rookie class and their jerseys. All I can say right now is that you keep talking about football and jer- and rookies and all that. I just want football to hurry up and get here. Yeah, I'm, wanna, I, first week of September can get here now. Yeah, I'm I'm so upset that you know the World Cup is kind of wrapping up because you know I'm I'm a big basketball guy and yeah. obviously that finished with the Spurs winning. Right, uh, and then you know I'm a big hockey fan and baseball in the summer is just not my biggest thing. You know, and see I, for me it is I. It, once the All Star game happens, though, yeah. after that, it's just kind of like, all right, 
football season can start. Preseason yeah. football needs to get here. Yeah, exactly. And that's when it starts ramping up. But the best months of my year are September and October because mm-hmm. you get both football and baseball. Yeah, exactly. And my wife is awesome because she just says, <laughs> Sunday is your day to do nothing but watch football all day. <laughs> yeah, that's she per- leaves me alone. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that, that's how it should be. You know, Sundays are, are a man's the, day. It's the American dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. It, it looks like a lower to a mid-range product. So all you collectors out there looking to collect, I think this is a perfect product because yeah, you get be the best. I, I think they're going to put the best rookies in, you know, their rookie jerseys out. I, there's going to be autographs. There might be memorabilia. I don't remember, but there are going to be autographs. The base set looks really cool from what I've heard, and uh, it it just looks like your typical tops football set. I dig it, but at the same time, I wish it would have been more instead of a lower end, like a mid range, like how they do with Chrome or mm-hmm. something. Put a little bit more bells and whistles on it, just because that's the kind of guy I am. I don't, I don't buy score or top yeah. ups or upper deck base stuff. Just yeah. Well, yeah, you're the you're the gambler. I am. But this this really excites me because I think that would be something cool to collect and have as a keepsake. You and know? it's in your budget. And it's in my budget, <laughs> big time, right there. So uh, yeah, definitely look out for that. Said somewhere around October, November. So next time we have tops on for an interview, I'll, I'll talk to him about that because I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, so all right, let's go to baseball since we're we're right in the thick of things. The All Star Game is I think next week or no, a couple weeks. Yeah, the fifteenth. So in a couple weeks, I need. I still need to vote. I still haven't voted yet. I've voted like um, seven times. I, I always, I always vote all Giants for the NL, <laughs> and then a mix of American League. So sorry well, to the National League guys. But. My mother-in-law works for the Rangers, so <laughs> yeah. she brings home ballots, and she's like, fill them out. Yeah, all Rangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Yasiel, Yasiel. Puig? Puig. Puig. I, I can't say his name right, and it pisses me off. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't want to learn his name because he's a Dodger. So That's Yasiel fair. Puig. That's fair. Yeah, okay. So he signs a deal, an exclusive deal with Tops for a year, joins Bryce Harper to get uh, exclusive autographs for Tops. So that's pretty big for a year. You're going to yeah. see a lot more autographs from uh, Mr. Yasiel Puig. Puig. Yes. It's like saying his name wrong. <laughs> I, I can't do it, man. It's okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Tops and signing him? Eh. Eh? Eh. Only, here's why I say eh. Tops is the only, obviously everybody knows the story. They're the only ones with the MLB license. Yes. So you signing an exclusive deal to them to me is not a big deal because, yeah, you're going to sign with, you could sign with Panini or Leaf, but your cards, you're still going to sign with Tops. Tops. Yeah. You're never going to have an exclusive deal from anybody mm-hmm. for Panini. So why would this be news then? Because um, it's Puig. Yeah, I think honestly, I think that's what it is. I mean, I, to me, it's not that big of a deal, just because okay, you're signing only for them. Yeah, I mean, your it, your cards for Panini and Leaf aren't worth as much as the one from Tops. So yeah, it's I mean, it's kind of like you know, last week I talked about how Panini signed a bunch of rookies. Uh, you know, like for their draft class, okay. the upcoming draft oh, class. Oh, for basketball. Yeah, for basketball. I'm sorry. And you know, they signed t- top seven rookies or whatever to exclusive yeah. deals. And obviously, I I you know said had to tell the story but you know i was thinking about it i was like you know it's not really exclusive when you're the only one and that's kind of the deal with tops you can't sign with panini but no i don't i don't know if anybody actually signs an exclusive deal from baseball with panini yeah yeah i'm not maybe pete rose because he's banned yeah pete rose yeah no i you know i think it's pretty interesting just you know to say oh you got an exclusive deal but it's i think it makes a good news piece yeah it it makes it it will get the news and the buzz just because it's exclusive everybody likes the word exclusive yes exclusive is a thing like it's a prestigious honor yeah 
we have Yasiel Puig for a year. He is our exclusive guy. He yeah. represents tops. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I think it'll be cool to see more autographs from him, but I think it would have happened anyways well, without the deal. Hopefully they do a lot more autographs that are live autographs instead of exchange because he is the king of exchange autographs. Yeah. That guy has that. a ton of those. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I think it's interesting that uh, I guess he joins Bryce Harper of the Nationals with this exclusive deal. But, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. All right. But uh, let's go over to Panini. National Treasures Hockey. They're running out as far as their hockey license I'm is ex- concerned. I'm excited about this one, though. Oh, I was going to say you're excited for their license to Dude, expire. That's a terrible thing to say, no. Justin. Well, I do the hockey stuff, and they they definitely have a lot of parallels and do a lot of they do a lot of uh, promo stuff. They yeah. they don't make my job easy for hockey. Yeah, well, uh, what, I mean, with this product, it looks awesome. Yeah, very cool. Very uh, very cool. The booklet cards are amazing to see. They got this product or this set called Treasured Twigs, and it's uh, game used sticks. And some of the pictures on their blog were outstanding. They had like uh, you know sticks from players, and they had the names that yeah. like they cut, so you can see the guy's name right. on it. Right. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get that in every card because there's only one on each stick. But you know, Ovechkin has a really cool design of O V I, and then the number eight or nine, whatever his number is, I don't remember. Right. But it's a really cool design, uh, and you know, they had Messier, Lemieux. I mean, some of the greats. And they also had uh, Lundqvist, his goalie stick, and yeah. it, you, it was like faded, so you could tell it was used. So that's really cool. Yeah, it, I thought that was really cool. And I saw somewhere about skates; they're putting skates in a card, like the chunks of the metal from the skates. Yeah, I oh, think that's I, neat I, you know, that's don't cool. quote me on this, but I think that would be really cool to, to put a skate well, in a card. Here's here's that might be dangerous though. Here's really what it sucks that they're losing their license, but at the same time. They have all this extra product that they're just gonna they have to get rid of. Yeah. Otherwise they're just gonna be sitting on it forever. Mm-hmm. So you know you're gonna get the best of the best with this this product. It's gonna be the first and only ever, uh, at least until Upper Dex deal runs out, then they might be able to get it again. Yeah. But for a long time, this is gonna be the only national treasures mm-hmm. hockey. Yeah. So you're gonna get the best of the best. We thought playbook looked cool. Yeah. This is gonna blow playbook out of the water. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to see all the sets and stuff. And hopefully they do a box break on on their blog. You know, uh, the Knights Lance. But uh, as long as they send us a box too that I can open. I, I don't think they're gonna do that because it's it's so. pretty high end. They they've sent us national treasures before for baseball. Really? And all right. Yeah. Because I don't think they did for basketball, but. Um, they might just not like me. But, uh, yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for that. What would be some cool memorabilia stuff that they haven't done? Because they're starting Um, to do caps. Yeah. Um, They're starting to do shorts. Yeah, they did shorts from Christmas Day for basketball. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. uh, which was really interesting. What else... Uh, and and please be uh, mature about this, Justin. So no jockstrap jokes. No jockstrap jokes. I, I knew where you were going. The cup. The cup. Uh, you know, maybe a little plastic. You know, make sure it is cleaned. I'm good. I'm yeah. passing on that one. But uh, you um, know what? I mean, maybe sweatbands. They do sweatbands in well, football. They do the pylons. Well, what I think would be really neat. I would really like to see is, um, and I'm I can't. I don't think they've ever done this before. But I would love to see more goalie mask relic yes. cards. Yes. Pieces of the design and stuff. Now I know goalies are really protect for their masks. Yeah. So I, I don't know if the, I don't think they change them out throughout the year. I think they keep the same one. Yeah. Maybe two. 
Uh, but if you got if there was a way to get a goalie mask card with some really cool designs, that would be awesome. Yeah. No, that yeah, that would be pretty cool. And you know, just I think it would be cool just to get like helmets. Yeah. You know, not just goalie masks, but helmets from baseball, you right. know, football, and, and, and a- actual helmets, you know. And I know they've done that before. I've had some uh, football helmet cards, and they're really thick. The problem is, like, the one that I had was from a Browns player, and the card split because the helmet was rounded. Uh, and so the car- the glue didn't hold. Yeah. Um. So that's a potential hazard with it because it's not a smooth, flat surface. Yeah, that, that, that but, might be tough. But, um. It's still, I mean, with hockey, though, they throw everything. Mm-hmm. This is just like racing. Anything you can wear other than jock straps, they have put into that. Yeah, and I, and I dig that. I think yeah, it's pretty It brings pretty everybody closer, that much closer to the game of their favorite players. And, and same with golf. Golf puts some interesting stuff in theirs now. Yeah, they have pieces of driver. They have the uh, the letter cards, like the yeah. spelled out their names on the scoreboard. Those yeah. are really cool. Those are really cool. And and SP, I think Game Use did it to where it was signed in gold. Yeah. And that I thought was like, whoa, that pops. And we actually pulled one of those number yep. to five. Yep. Wasn't it Michelle? No, no, it wasn't Michelle. We. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was, honestly, it was a common golfer. It yeah. wasn't anybody, but it was really rare. Yeah. Um, what was weird is the more popular golfers had more cards in that set. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods had some of the most, mm. whereas some of your more average to low end golfers had almost none yeah exactly yeah so so yeah i think that'll be interesting check out panini national treasures that's going to be the first and only national treasures for hockey uh Very right simple. now forever uh until something changes with the uh the deal with upper deck but uh yeah i mean the pictures look great logo patches look incredible um they always put the best of the best on panini's yeah they blog. never let me down i mean with the product that they put out just how much of it they put out and how much I have to price is yeah. a different story. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that coming to hobby stores and everywhere soon. All right, now we have a special guest on the phone like we do each and every week. Uh, Steel City Collectibles is one of the biggest stores in the country. They're located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Are we, you sure? We, uh, Pittsburgh? Pitts, what? What's wrong with Pittsburgh? Nothing. I was, are you sure they're in... Oh, I, Steel are, City, Pittsburgh. I was trying yeah, to be funny. Oh, well, you kind of caught. I was like, oh my goodness, did, did I say something are you wrong? Sure it's Pittsburgh? You're getting me, Justin. All right, so on the phone right now, we have Mr. Sean Bennett of Steel City Collectibles. How are you doing today, sir? Good, Derek. And Justin, how are you guys doing today? Not too bad. So uh, we got a lot of questions for you, so let's just dive right into it. So, Steel City Collectibles, it's been around since 2002, and you started it with another, was it a competitor or a friend, and you guys had two different stores? Uh, yeah, actually, we started out, actually, we started out in 94 uh, as two different companies, myself and my business partner, Ken Amoroso, and uh, we merged companies in 2002, because what happened was we were splitting a lot of deals together and then competing against each other, so it just made more sense to merge into one company and move forward from there. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Might as well double the profits, you know? So uh, how has your store changed from first starting out in 2002? Uh, well, in 2002, it was just strictly a straight uh, sports card store, but has since evolved into a you know, complete sports collectible store that includes you know jerseys, player tees, novelty items, in addition to cards. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, are you guys going to be at the National? And if so, what should we expect from you? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. The National is one show we never miss. Um, you know, at the National, which is going to be 1,500 square feet of show space that's just uh, completely jam-packed with unopened boxes, cases, and single cards. We'll have giveaways all week, uh, box breaks as well. 
uh, throughout the show and uh, definitely be your one-stop shop for all your redemption box and pack needs. Perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the uh, at the National, too, walking around with my little recorder. So uh, if I could definitely get an interview with you there, that, that, would, be, uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. He Perfect. put you on the spot. He had to say Yeah, yes. I, I just had to put you on the spot for that one. <laughs> That's what I do with literally every guest that comes on the show. And thank God they've all said yes. So we'll see what happens. They're just being nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk uh, a little about your the best hits that have been pulled in your store. Uh, there has to be some memorable stories that go along with it. But what are the top ones that you always remember? Uh, top ones I remember, like this is going back all the way to uh, 0304. Yeah, Michael Jordan, 0304, uh, exquisite scripted swatches auto. Wow. Auto patch. I mean, that was probably the biggest one I remember off the top of my head. Recently, we had a uh, 2012 Panini Prime Cuts uh, Lou Gehrig uh, booklet. That customer actually cashed out of that immediately to us. <laughs> that was a nice... That was a, a nice uh, recent pool, yeah. uh, but uh, there's been so many. Those are the top two probably stick in my head. Yeah, that that's pretty interesting. That that Garrig, I mean, that's that's a classic. That, that'd be cool. To get. That, yeah, that'd be really cool to get. Yeah, I know, absolutely. I mean, the, the customer was pretty pumped up. And what's funny was that the box was uh, pretty beat up. It came out of a sealed five box case, and uh, the one box just was just really banged in the, up in the corner, which usually turns people away from it. Yeah. Uh, this particular customer decided to open it anyway, and uh, and nailed that card out of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's always fun taking that chance. Yeah. All right, so uh, what are some of your favorite products to come through your store? Uh, Product-wise, I mean, myself, I like the, the vintage stuff. Um, you know, we bought a 52 tops mantle through the store at one point, uh, 33 Gaudi Ruth. Um, myself, personally, I like the vintage unopened stuff. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, we actually purchased a 79 top cello box that we'll be putting up in our store here tomorrow. That one is really cool because I don't know if you guys f- followed the vintage wax market lately, but uh, late 70s, and I mean, obviously 50s and 60s stuff is huge when it comes unopened, but uh, late 70s and early 80s, um, the prices on the unopened boxes the past the past year have just really appreciated greatly. How has eBay helped or hurt your store in recent years? Uh, you know what? I, I always actually kind of laugh to say, you know, people would say eBay or just the internet in general has hurt business. I mean, if anything, it's taken our, our company to a new level. I mean, whereas, you know, it just creates huge opportunities to not only do business across the country, but across the world. And uh, it's also created a lot more buying opportunities because you can see, you know, you can follow these either auctions on eBay or just different sales on different online sites to kind of get a gauge for what some of this stuff goes for. So if you do get the opportunity to buy it, uh, you have all that information at your fingertips to be able to make those purchases. Yeah, I've, I think it's interesting because like you said, a lot of people say, you know, eBay came in and kind of hurt the market as far as, you know, hobby shops are concerned. And, you know, sometimes you can say, yeah, some hobby shops, the reason why they're not here is because they just couldn't keep up or whatever the case might be. But, you know, there are hobby shops and, and stores like you guys at Steel City where y- you got on that train ride and, and you guys are profiting and as successful as ever because, you know, you, I mean, decided, hey, you, you might as well, you know, it's going to help you not with just country, but like you said, the whole world. You can go to Taiwan and China and, and Japan and, and sell stuff to them, you know, at just a click of your finger. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, absolutely. I mean, you can, and to, to that point, you could find somebody from Taiwan that may be a collector of, I don't know, just pick any random player. Uh, yeah. Say, Troy, all of a sudden you find a collector in Taiwan that's a Troy Palomalu collector, and they'll wipe you out of Troy Palomalu cards, whereas, you know, if it wasn't for the internet, you would have never found that collector to begin with. So it's just, it, it creates far many more business opportunities than it takes away. All right, so how, how has the memorabilia and apparel helped grow the success in your store, and what's some of your favorite uh, jerseys or memorabilia to sell? Oh, uh, well... 
I tell you what, in Pittsburgh here, we have a pretty uh, pretty strong sports market with a, just a ton of marketable players, you know, past and present. I mean, we figured just hockey, you know, we had Lemieux, and now we have Crosby and Malkin. Uh, football, you know, we had the Steelers of the 70s, and now we got Roethlisberger, Paul Amalu. So, and you, heck, even the Pirates now have come on the last two years, and, you know, Gregory Polanco has been uh, turning it up pr- pretty good so far in the early on stages of his career. Yeah. And there's just a lot of marketable players that we're able to take, you know, some of the jerseys and novelty stuff of these guys and expand our customer base through that to where, as our whole store now caters to, you know, sports fan, in addition to just the collectors of trading cards and memorabilia. All right, now I have to do a shameless little plug for Beckett here. Give us a little insight on your relationship with Beckett and how you guys have, uh, I guess, how we've helped your store and how this relationship has benefited both of us. Uh, actually, well, we've had a, a great relationship now with Beckett for, I think, going on about three years now. I mean, we have full-page ads in every Beckett magazine. Uh, we do a series of email blasts throughout the year. You know, we've had this great working uh, relationship, whereas we're very aggressive buyers. And so we kind of originally started advertising with Beckett to get our buying ads out there and every issue. And, um, you know, that's definitely created a lot of great opportunities for us. And it's not only just on the Beckett media side, but uh, the Beckett grading side as well. Um, we used to promote shows here in the Pittsburgh area where Beckett came out and graded. So uh, we have a good relationship with Beckett grading as well, which are, you know, our customers definitely appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Now, I before we, we conclude this interview, I, I got to talk about the Steelers because I have a lot of family in Cleveland. So I, I'm kind of an adopted Cleveland Browns fan. Uh, okay. so, so hopefully that doesn't <laughs> hurt our potential uh, working relationship. But I I gotta under. I gotta ask. What do you think about the Steelers this year? Uh, you know what they've done. Uh, I think they've done really well in free agency uh, with you know and the draft so far. I, I think uh, I, you know the division still somehow isn't that strong. Yeah. Uh, and I, so I think this year they're. I think you know I, I don't think this will be the third straight year you see them miss the playoffs. I think they've really uh, you know made the steps to at least finish ten and six. I think eleven and five might be really a stretch, but uh, I think they'll be playoff bound again this year. Definitely. Not sure about the Browns, but uh, who knows? <laughs> hey, you, you never know with John. Johnny Football, maybe at the starting quarterback, the sky's the limit for those guys. Yeah, I mean, they're, they'll be doing the Johnny chants probably from week one on. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just like I remember they did the Tebow chants. Exactly. Uh, in, in Denver, in there Denver. For a while. But yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I definitely think they'll have a better year as well. Well, we really appreciate you coming on, Sean. And uh, whenever you want to come on the show and talk a little, uh, little sports cards, the floor is yours. Sounds good. And yeah, let everybody know that uh, actually on July 15th, which is a Tuesday night, you know, to help promote our, our new expanded break room, we're actually doing the biggest. Uh, box giveaway in hobby history. We're giving away 100 boxes of cards. Whoa! And I know uh, you know Beckett's going to help us uh, open some of those live at a future broadcast, I believe, on the 16th. Okay. So uh, if everybody just goes to stillcitycollectibles.com uh, backslash break room and signs up on our break room page, that gets you eligible to win one of those 100 free boxes. So it's definitely something that everybody's going to check out. I think I'm going to be signing up for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely citycollectibles.com backslash break room. Uh, 100 boxes. That that um, that's a lot of boxes. That's a lot. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. A lot of people are gonna win a lot of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Well, Sean, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah, have a good one. Hi, Derek. Thank you, and thanks, Justin, as well. All right, so that that about wraps it up. Sean Bennett of Steel City Collectibles, great guy. Uh, we have a great partnership with him and Steel City Collectibles. He was actually really fun to talk to. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, he was a cool, in, nice yeah, guy. Yeah, interesting talk on the hobby store side of things. You know, we get a lot of the card companies in here, and, you know, it would be nice to get the other side of things. And that's what I'm going to do at the National is I'm going to get collectors on the show. 
and, and, yeah, and and have all that so stuff. So you guys search out the uh, the hipster looking dude with the glasses and a microphone walking around, and that's yeah, him. yeah, the hipster dude with glasses and the Beckett shirt, six uh, two, kind of kind of a tall dude, big red beard, yeah, big red beard with with black hipster glasses. Uh, that would be me. Uh, but yeah, I'll be running around looking looking like an idiot. But uh, I'll also be at the booth, so definitely check out Beckett's booth. There, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff with Beckett uh, Media here at the National, so definitely check us out. I'm going to be doing a bunch of uh, radio shows all throughout the weekend. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely check us out at the booth, and if you see me walking around, you know, just you're, come you're up to there Friday and Saturday, not Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I said Friday and Saturday. You said Saturday and Sunday. All right, we'll see about that. You want to make a bet? All right, we'll 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 talk off air about that one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, I will be there all day. So uh, definitely uh, try and find me and, and say hey. But uh, yeah, I, 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 that wraps it up, man. I'm ready to go home and have a weekend. Oh, not just a weekend. I get 10 days. Of yeah, vacation. man. You don't get a three-day weekend. You get a 10-day. Okay. But uh, yeah, so check out Goodwin Champions. Hit us up on our poll. If you think it's uh, if it's wise to have cards that are kind of of the morbid uh, realm in history and stuff like and that, and maybe if they've done it before, you know, I, I mean, know I think they've done it. it. I think Leaf has done it before, and and that's why I, I thought about it because I thought well, I saw something with that. Well, I'm just saying if they did a Stalin or a Hitler or some dictator evil person yeah. checklist, I don't think that go over so well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it might profit pretty well you know but yeah, the i think they would get there. a lot of negative feedback from you get, from the you masses get on the mass public news you'd be getting on cnn and fox and whatnot yeah check out what these crazy people are doing yeah so that you know it's kind of a double-edged sword as far as that goes but uh yeah so definitely hit us up with our poll i want to get your uh, input on that and let us know what you think about these kind of dark and morbid cards uh, and if that might be a good idea to possibly collect. So, and if it is a good idea, I will start a card company and put those out for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it the Justin Dare Club. How about that? Go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, check out the World Cup. The uh, final is July 13th, I think. It is. Uh, so, that'll be interesting to see. Tops NFLPA rookie premieres coming out in a couple months. I mean, National Treasures hockey looks great, like we just talked about. So, definitely check all that stuff out. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter, uh, Beckett Radio, or uh, through email, radio at Beckett.com. Check us out, hit us up, talk to us. We love talking back. Um, but yeah, other than that, I guess that about wraps it up, man. I guess so. And everybody be safe out there. We got yes. 4th of July, so don't get drunk and blow stuff up. Yes. Don't blow yourself up. Please don't blow yourself up. That that would be bad. Just but have some fun. We need all the listeners we can get. Yeah. Have some <laughs> We do, man. You know, all five of them, you know. All five of you guys out there, we we appreciate it. We salute you. We do. You are the true Americans cheers out there. Cheers to you guys. Yeah, cheers to you. We'll have some fun 4th of July weekend. Justin, you have a good 10-day vacation. Uh, I will be stuck here at the office. Going up north for a fishing trip. And slaving away. I'm going to be uh, up at the crack of dawn fishing there you from go. sun up to sundown. That's a real American right there, sir. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to Becker Radio. I'm Derek Ficken. I'm Justin Gruner. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.